welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, April 20th, and every major index closed lower. Were traders too high to buy out there today? You know, it seemed like it. I mean, we got more broad weakness out of the market today as the selling from yesterday continued into today's action. We saw tech continue to sell, along with the bank stocks reversing their gains from strong earnings reports. The two bright spots of the market were really the consumer defensive stocks like Walmart, Costco, Kimberly Clark, and Procter and Gamble. Healthcare also remained strong as Johnson and Johnson, United Health, and Merck put forth strong days within a weak market. Travel stocks got crushed. Semiconductors continued to get smoked. Oil gave back some of last week's gains. Just overall, we saw a reduction in risk over the past two days as the market begins to cool off from its four-week run. Johnson and Johnson's COVID vaccine has been under scrutiny as a small percentage of people develop blood clots as a side effect. Europe's health agency wants a warning added to the product information. What's the latest here with Johnson and Johnson though? So there's a very small percentage of those administered with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that have begun to develop blood clots. Last week we heard about six women with one actually passing away. There's now nine cases dealing with blood clots here in the US that are being investigated, which led to a temporary suspension of the vaccine by the FDA here in America. Again, out of the seven million doses given in the US, there have only been nine of these cases, which is a very small percentage. Still, the European Health Agency wants to have a warning added to the product information, but did say the benefits of the shot still outweigh the risks, even though we've seen those blood clot cases slightly rise. After the FDA paused J&J vaccinations in the U.S., Johnson & Johnson decided to pause the European rollout as well, just so doctors would have a better understanding of how to treat this rare condition. Dr. Fauci believes this pause will end as soon as Friday, though, likely coming with additional restrictions or warnings. The U.S. cases were very similar to what occurred in Europe with the AstraZeneca vaccine, as both companies used similar technologies in their vaccines. We're actually seeing women under 60 affected the most here, with all the U.S. cases occurring to women under 48 years old. So right now it's in the hands of the European Union on a final decision after all these new findings. The EU is expected to receive 55 million doses in the quarter, which because it's only a one-shot vaccine could equate to 25% of all vaccinations. So we'll keep an eye on the story and look out for some updates to come over the weekend. Apple held an event today and revealed a slew of new products. The stock was down 1.3%, but what were some of these highlights from the event? So Apple notoriously sells off on these types of events as they generally become a sell the news situation. But today in Apple's first major event of the year, we heard about a podcast subscription, overhauled iMacs with the M1 chip in a wide array of colors, the new iPad Pros also equipped with the M1 chips, AirTags, which help locate lost items, a new Apple TV with 4K capabilities, and finally, an iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 mini in purple. The M1 chip is Apple's first ARM-based system for CPU capabilities. If we compare it with Intel's chips that were previously used in their systems, it's about three times faster on a CPU performance front, up to six times faster GPU performance, along with 15 times faster machine learning capabilities. Was there anything that surprised you from Apple's event today? There wasn't much that was too surprising today. Apple insiders have predicted many of these releases in the past month. Overall, we're seeing Apple execute more strategies in line with their service company strategy. The array of colorful products was definitely a surprise, but we weren't introduced to anything groundbreaking that the general public was not expecting. But we're expecting all these products to be available for pre-order at the end of this month. 
Netflix dropped earnings after the close, and the stock quickly fell double digits after hours. What was so negative about Netflix's numbers, though? Man, Netflix is getting smoked after hours. Currently down around 11 12% following this earnings release. The numbers for this quarter were pretty solid from a revenue standpoint. Where they got killed was their subscriber additions and their guidance, which for Netflix is maybe their most important earnings metric. They did see revenue jump 20% year over year to marginally beat on the top line, but they only brought in 3.98 million global net streaming additions when the street was looking for 6 million, which is a huge miss. Looking forward for this quarter, they're only expecting about 1 million streaming net additions when a consensus was above 4 million. They're blaming this on the outlier growth they saw during the 2020 pandemic, pretty much saying they had unruly expectations after the COVID boost they saw to their numbers. But regardless, this is a really ugly report for Netflix. We can see the stock getting crushed after hours. We'll see how this is able to recover tomorrow, but it's looking like it could be a glum few months for Netflix's stock. To wrap up, let's discuss what's going on at Discord. The company was approached by Microsoft in talks of a potential buyout, but it seems that deal is cooling off. Does Discord have its own future plans? So the last we heard, Microsoft had been in advanced talks to buy Discord for around $10 billion. Discord has had many suitors look to purchase their company in the past, and they've continuously chosen to remain private. Their latest funding round valued them at around $7 billion in December, as they raised about $480 million to date. But... It looks like the advanced talks with Microsoft have gone sour as it's looking like this deal will not come to fruition. And by all indications, it signals Discord will actually look to leave the private market soon and take this company public. They recently hired a former Pinterest executive, Tomas Marcinkowski, as their first finance chief. It would only make sense as we've seen a few of these video game adjacent companies have successful debuts in the past year. Most notably, these companies were Roblox, Corsair Gaming, and Unity Software. So we'll have to keep a lookout for any Discord IPO news because it could be the next big gaming stock to debut. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. Up next, we'll get numbers from Chipotle, but we'll be back tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.